Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Oh my word. How do I follow Princeton and Lolita? <laughs> you do it like rock star you are beautiful yes Amen, Susie. do it like Susie does do oh my like gosh does. that was just amazing 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 i'm just so excited to be here um pinging people in um i'm gonna do a reset I, I know you just did a bit of one lolita thank you for that and for princeton and you know i want to say thanks to glenn and the whole og breakfast with championship team i mean this is an incredible opportunity I've been speaking since I was eight years old. The first time I spoke in front of 500 people, I don't think I've been this nervous. I'm like, oh my word, <laughs> I'm so excited. I wasn't even this nervous when I spoke live at the Breakfast of Champion event. And um, so I'm so thankful for this opportunity to be here. Welcome to everyone. You are part of the Breakfast with Champions extended programming. So do me a favor, look at the top of your screen. There is a little green house. That little green Monopoly house is how you stay connected to all things Breakfast with Champions. So pop on that house, become a member of the club. We now have more than 12 hours of programming. My phone notifications off starting at 5 a.m. Uh, we go till 8 p.m. Plus we do a 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday and Club 111 on Sunday, which is the worship service of all time. It's incredible. If you click on that greenhouse and you follow the club, you won't miss a day. If you take a picture, a screenshot of this, and you post it on your feed with um, on Instagram, uh, make sure you tag Breakfast with Champions Club and the hashtag BWC, B as in boy, W, C. Um, and we'll go ahead and share that out there. It'll be so much fun. I want to thank the audience for hanging in there. I've been in here most of the day in between um, client meetings, and I am so excited to talk with you about Transformational Thursday. Lolita, and um, that was so inspiring, and there's so much that has come today that has been about how to transform. And as I was thinking and praying about what to share um, over these last couple of days, I can't. I just think God has been so in this because I'm going to build on everything that's been shared. We're going to talk about the how of transformation today. Adam Grant, in his book, um, Think Again, he talks about keeping an open mind as a teachable skill, that we can be people who rethink, who learn and unlearn. And that is so important in our rapidly changing world right now in our global culture. And so as we dive in, I really want to invite you to go down to that bottom of your screen. There's a little plus button there. Um, ping some people in. What that means is you're inviting people to be part of the conversation. We want to make sure that we have people um, who want to hear, who want to grow, who want to be part. You hit that little plus sign, little green buttons will pop up and you ping people in. Thank you to my friends who've joined. Um, please ping other people in because I really want I am looking in the mirror talking about me. Here's what I know. High performers, elite entrepreneurs, and business executives, we are shaping the future. And people who are doing that are always willing to reevaluate 
our opinions and our decisions. We are willing to go through, actually, let me say it this way, we're willing to grow through the discomfort of doubt to unlearn and relearn because great leaders are willing to think again. They are willing to be transformed. And so Transformational Thursday, I really want to give you not just the concept of transforming, but how to do that. Um, yesterday, as I was praying about this segment, I was on a walk. I walk as a form of discipline, a form of fitness, a form of obedience for my lungs, which took a hit uh, um, post-cancer treatment. And so walking for me has become an act of obedience and worship. And I was on a walk yesterday, and I passed by this beautiful butterfly bush. And there was a time when I couldn't walk because I couldn't breathe. And that's especially scary during this time. Um, and so I was just being really thankful for, you know, trying to not be on my phone. I uh, checked off the Breakfast with Champions, put some worship music in, and was literally just looking at the beauty. We're up in Maine right now. We live in um, a tiny house. We live full time on the road. And so right now we um, are in Maine and there was this beautiful butterfly bush and this butterfly with orange and yellow uh, wings were just fluttering over the flowers. And it came to my mind in that moment that um, it didn't start that way, that that lowly butterfly started as a caterpillar and that caterpillar had to spin a chrysalis spin it's literally its own cocoon its own coffin to go through the change to get to something better and so i thought about this transformation thursday and was thinking we have to go inside to do this rethinking that growth is inner work it doesn't happen without the tough it doesn't happen without the intention of being willing to go through to grow through hard to get to good and here's something you might not know. If a butterfly is cut out of its chrysalis early, it will never fly. In fact, it is in the struggle to get out, to break the cocoon, to break through those constraining thoughts and beliefs, to transform into the butterfly that actually fills its wings. And that is how it becomes this beautiful butterfly. And so as I was thinking about this, I thought, well, what is really required for us to grow? And we're going to talk about this. I'm going to give you a couple things, and then we're going to actually dive in and talk about it in discussion. I'm not going to talk the whole time because I really believe in conversation is where we grow and relationships where we grow. But I want to give you my growth formula. There's steps to growth. Growth means we let go of something or some things or some ones to move ourselves forward into new and better. In our family, we have this uh, saying, we talk about going through hard to get to good. And so I want to invite you as I talk about this today to think about some things or some ones that you may need to leave behind like the butterfly leaves behind the cocoon, the chrysalis, the caterpillar life to transform and become the best version of him or herself. Transformation is a word we use a lot, but it is a powerful process that isn't always comfortable. In fact, I would say it is never comfortable. We don't just wake up and become the butterfly. We have to grow, which means we have to outgrow and let go. And whatever you've left behind, be really aware of the backdraft. Uh, people, we don't like change. As a human species, we don't like change. And so we have people in our life that don't want us to outgrow them. And there's people we don't want to outgrow. And we'll talk in, in, on our Thursday segments about how to do this well in relationship, how to deal with conflict, how to, how to have the hard conversations, how to have boundaries around yourself. But before we can do that, we have to commit ourselves to this process of transformation. We have to say, I'm willing to leave behind. I'm willing to even name what I'm resisting leaving behind. For me, as my doctors have talked to me about um, my own health, I've had to leave behind some habits that are really um, ingrained in me. You know, I've had to leave behind um, some some food choices that are less healthy for me. I've had to leave behind the, the lingering mornings in bed sometimes. And I have that luxury and all littles anymore because I have to get up and get out when it's hot because I have to do this every day to exercise my lungs. And so when when Adam Grant wrote Think Again. It's a great book. I'd highly recommend it. I was in a Zoom call with him and he talked about this ability of, of people who are in leadership positions to be willing to say they're wrong, to be willing to change their minds. We used to like shame them. He wants to destigmatize this idea of changing our minds, of growing beyond. And so our ideas and our ways of relating and our ways of thinking that are ingrained are supported by our peer group. So in transformation, we may have to look at our closest circle of friends and bump them out a little bit. 
That's what's so powerful about Breakfast with the Champions is there are people here that you can hit on their face. You can DM them. You can DM me and go, will you be part of my inner circle? Can I follow you into rooms? Can we learn from one another? Because maybe my inner circle has a limited non-transformational mindset and I need to get some growth minded people around me. Jim Rohn said, you're the five, become like the five people you spend the most time with. And so what are you spending your time with filling? What are you spending your time with filling your mind with? Who is talking to you about not staying a caterpillar, creeping along the ground, but being willing to go into that cocoon to transform, to bat your wings, to break free and be that beautiful butterfly. That is the best example, I think, of what transformation is. And there's a verse in the Bible where it talks about God making all things beautiful in its time. And I always think of the butterfly when I think of that verse, because in its time, you can become and transform into the best version of yourself. And so I can just see you going, Susie, that's so inspirational. I love that. But tell me how, how do I actually transform? What does it mean for me to flap my wings and break out of that cocoon and become the best version of myself? I am inspired. I am excited. I am motivated. How do I actually grow? And if you spent any time with me on Clubhouse, you know that I'm always about tactics. I will inspire you, but I will also equip you because to me, inspiration without integration and action is just a whole lot of knowledge. And so I'm going to go through this process that I use for growth. I do it with all my clients from multimillionaires, Fortune 500, 100 leaders, high-level government officials, high-earning entrepreneurs, they all start with this idea of, do you want to grow? Do you want to grow? And when you want to grow, you're willing to say, you raise your hand, flash your mics for me, yes, I want to grow, just tell me how. Tell me how. And so I'm going to tell you how now. I'm going to go through um, the first, there's five steps, and then we're going to talk about them. The very first step in all growth is awareness. Are you curious? Will you become curious? What are the places I'm running from? What are the places where I come against barriers? What are the patterns that no longer serve me? And here's the one that I'm really wrestling with right now. Where am I resisting feedback? Um, there's times when my husband will want to give me feedback and I look at him and say, you know, I really like talk to the hand. I don't want to hear the feedback right now. You know, I was working with a client and they were hit, they hit a ceiling in moving between six to high six figures. And so we had to work on unpacking their money mindset. They just kept, they couldn't hit that 750 mark. Um, and they, they, you know, they, they dropped back down to two, three, four, five hundred thousand and they just couldn't hit it. And, and we began to unpack their money mindset. And it wasn't about their value. They knew their product was valuable. We'll call them Bob. All my male clients are called Bob. All my female clients are called Sally because I have a lot of NDAs and a lot of um, high exposure people that I can't use their names or companies. So we, we'll talk about Bob today. And Bob had this internal message about money from his childhood. It was rooted that, that rich people, and to him, you know, he knew that next level, that 750 to million in his business would, and then beyond would take him into a new echelon of people, a new echelon of, of um, peers. And in his childhood was this message that rich people were crooked people. Rich people were people who didn't, weren't, weren't people of deep faith. One of my degrees is a pastor's degree. And so we had some fun unpacking the truth of what, what the Bible really says about money and the love of money. And as we begin to unpack his mindset, he had to become aware of these barriers. Where am I aware? Are we aware? Growth begins when we become aware of our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors, and that no longer serve us. They no longer serve our greatest good. And then in those moments, we can begin to rewire our brain and create neuropathies. And we did this with Bob. And I'm really happy to say the last time we talked, he was um, getting ready to cross into his next eight, his going from seven to eight figures because he changed his mindset. He became aware of what the barriers were. And then he went to the next step, which was to understand. Step two is to understand. So we become aware of what's holding us back. We let our curiosity reveal and speak to us. And then we pause and I think this is the work of the cocoon. We understand the impact of these beliefs. We understand the impact of the, of, the, of the stories we're telling ourselves. Growth comes most often in the context of relationship. Someone we care about is impacted by our lack of growth. 
we have a friend or a colleague um, or a loved one that's negatively impacted by some beliefs that we've held or some behaviors that we we really are are ingrained in us and we begin to see and understand the impact of this way of thinking of this way of believing and when we begin to understand the impact suddenly transformation becomes more important because we understand that we no longer want to have this negative impact we need new levels of thinking to leave legacies for our kids we need new levels of thinking to grow our businesses to grow our relationships to grow ourselves to become the best version of ourselves and so we understand the impact of these behaviors and suddenly as we understand them they become icky that's a really technical term we feel the weight of the impact of people who are, are wanting more from us who need us to step up into this new transformation so as we become aware step one step two we begin to understand step three we engage and this is where i picture that butterfly in that cocoon as the as the wings have formed and they begin to just slowly vibrate they don't flap big when you think about a butterfly how big and how how quickly and how fully the whole wing flaps it starts very little as it begins to fill up with the fluid that forms the wings we begin to engage differently we begin to take our transformation from our mind and our understanding into our behavior this new line of thought this transformation of us becoming the best version of ourselves begins to show up in the way we speak in the way we listen in the way we talk to ourselves you know, the client that I mentioned who needed to rewire their brain about their money mindset literally had to think about, back in the old days, we had these things called cassette tapes. So bear with me, I've earned all the silvers on my head. So back in the day, we put cassette tapes into our, our tape player in our car. There were no iPods, there were no touch screens, and we always carried a pencil or Bic pen. Bic pen had the right top that could twirl that little wheel. Flash your mic if you know what I'm talking about, where when your tape got pulled and you had to rewire it, you had to re-roll it up so that you could could hear the music again. Well, you had to, you know, <laughs> y'all laugh with me. We used to <laughs> tape over tapes and we would make mixtapes. Yep. And so you'd rewire your, your you'd re-record on this tape. And so I look at that, you know, pull the, the tape out and rewire it, re-roll it with new, um, new narratives and really that was as simple for this client as speaking truth writing it down and every day rehearsing it rehearsing this new truth about how God was a God of abundance how all the cattle and all the hill were available to him how we are allowed to to prosper how we are called to prosper and really begin to not necessarily talk about the negative but really rewire the new language and speak that over himself Okay, so we begin to engage in new behaviors. When we want to really transform, we have to do the work of beginning to flap our wings. Again, picture how tight a cocoon is against the tree bark. Um, it's very tight. Sometimes you don't even see it when you walk by. And I often thought, how does a butterfly fit in there? Well, they don't start as a butterfly. The wings don't start that size. They're flat. They're flaccid. They have no, can I say that on here? They, <laughs> they have no strength or power. <laughs> Um, and so they begin to engage differently. You begin to do something different. You begin to have a different way of showing up in your relationships, in your world, in your meetings, in your business, and most of all, in your mindset and in the way you speak to yourself. So as we go through these, write down something you've become aware of. Write down how you have become aware that, so for me, I had this way I would speak. I'm very directive. I would say to my kids or my business partners, I would say, you need to ABC. And I would tell them what they needed to do. And I was usually right, but the delivery sucked. The delivery immediately put them on the defensive. And I be began to become aware of their posture changing when I would say, well, you just need to you know, tell her ABC. You just need to do XYZ. And, and they'd kind of get stiff and they'd be resistant. And I began to understand that in that moment, I was creating distance with my business partner. I was, I was messing up joint venture opportunities because I was turning people off. And I didn't want to do that. And I began to understand that negative impact of that behavior. And so I began to engage differently. And I changed this one thing. I started to say, if I may, if I may suggest you think about this option, if I may, came across in such a gentler way, an invitation to consider a different way of thinking or a different process to, to undertake. And it wasn't that I was being bossy with you need to, it was just my delivery. So I began to do things differently. 
I had another client, Sally, she was running a multi-million dollar company. I think it was a $30 million company at the time. And she hated meetings and they were moving into this new contract, this new division they were opening up in her. It was a construction company in the DC area and um, massive, massive contracts. And they were taking on this whole new division and she didn't want to do meetings. She thought meetings were a waste of time. That was her mindset. Um, and she became aware that that mindset was she was in meetings that wasted time, boring meetings, you know, time wasting meetings, time sucks. And so she didn't do meetings. But what was happening was her team was floundering. She was no longer handing things off or well delegating things. Balls were getting dropped, things were getting missed, clients were getting frustrated. And so when we talked, I suggested that she do stand up meetings, 10 minutes, essentials only. And she reluctantly agreed because her chief of staff came to her and said, hey, we are dropping the ball here. We're going to lose this major contract, this major government contract. They need to see you. They need to hear from you. We need to do a meeting. And so she agreed to do stand-up meetings twice a week. Stand-up meetings are where you come to a meeting and you don't sit down. You don't get comfortable. You stand up and you, this is pre-COVID, and you do these meetings and you get things to the top of the agenda that need to be addressed. Decisions are made because people don't like to stand around. It's a 10 or 15 minute meeting. And what began to happen was her team began to see her as invested. They saw her as caring. They saw the delegation. They saw her as being hands-on. And it really was by the end of the week, if we did 30 minutes, two stand-up meetings of 15 minutes, she's like, I, I hate 30 minute meetings, but I'll do two or three 10 minute or two 15 minutes. And her whole way of doing business changed. One of the things Adam Grant said in the Zoom call, I'm going to say is we, we, we listen to opinions that make us feel good. And instead of the ideas that make us think hard. And so in challenging her thinking about meetings, she began to engage differently. So we've gone through three of the five steps. I'm going to do a quick room reset here before I go into step four and five. We've talked about becoming aware. Step two, understanding the impact. Step three, engaging differently. This is where the real transformation happens. I'm going to come back to that in a minute, but I want to do a quick reset because we've had a bunch of people join the room. You are in the breakfast of champions room. This is, you're like breakfast. I'm eating dinner. Breakfast for dinner is one of my favorite things to have. And so what, what has happened with this club is it has had such impact. This millionaire breakfast club has now moved into 12 hours of programming. It starts each day. I think it's 15 hours. It starts at 5 a.m. each day, ends at 8 p.m. each night. There's a noon to six, a 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday, Club 111 on Sunday, and it is now 15 hours a day of programming to educate, to inspire, to motivate, to equip you to live your best life. So we are starting the day incredibly, and thank you to Glenn Lundy and his vision. You want to click that greenhouse at the top of the screen so you don't miss a single day. And if you're listening and you want to take a screenshot, pop it on Instagram and tag Breakfast with Champions. Um, with w, hashtag BWC or at Breakfast with Champions Club. We will cheer you. We will share. We will be excited to, that you are part of our, our all-day learning. And I am just thrilled to be here to talk with you today on this Transformational Thursday. I will be here every Thursday at 5 o'clock, um, continuing to try to follow the amazing Princeton and Alita and the lineup that is there for the day. Okay, so that is a quick reset. Feel free to ping your friends into the room. Thanks to my friends who are here and are joining in. I'm going to go through our last two steps, and then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of you talking about you, because um, that really is where we begin to connect at a deeper level. And if you know anything about me, I love good, deep conversations. Um, very quickly, we've talked about the power of transformation. You've heard all day long, or if you've just joined us, that transformation is what makes us move from good to great. And we're talking about the how. How do I really transform, Susie? What do I really do? Well, number one, I become aware. Step one, I become aware of what needs to change. I get really curious and I open my mind to new thinking. Step two, I begin to understand. Understand how my staying the same impacts the people I care about, the business I wanna grow, the legacy I want to leave, and most importantly, the way I treat and grow myself. And as I begin to understand that I no longer want to engage in those ways and I want to be different, I engage step three differently. I engage differently because I've got new thinking. I've begun to transform my thinking and now it's taken root into my way of being. And so we are moving now into way of being. After we engage, that's when the transformation begins to happen and really takes root. And so I want you to go back to that butterfly analogy I used. It's beginning to flap its wings. The cocoon is breaking apart. It's filling up with fluid. The colors are coming to bear. The cocoon breaks apart and the butterfly takes flight. 
you are now in that transformed state. You are now practicing these new ways of engaging. Step four at this point, as the butterfly flies around. Now, it doesn't do this, I don't think, because it doesn't have higher level of thinking, but we get to evaluate. Step four of transformation is evaluate. How does this new thinking, this new behavior, this new attitude impact the goal or my desired outcome? Is it working? You know, those 10 minute meetings, those stand up meetings became really effective. This company became very agile in their 10 minute meetings. It was really effective for that season of growth. But you always want to be evaluating. You want to say, is this going well? What's going well? What needs adjusted? And this is where you begin to seek feedback. If you really want to be about transformation, as you engage in new ways of being, you take this bold, courageous step of evaluating and you ask people, you seek feedback. I'm learning this the hardest way because you've got to be humble. You've got to be courageous. You've got to be willing to rethink and transform again and be curious again and do the work again. You evaluate how you are doing. How is my transformation impacting my business? Are my KPIs going up? Am I making more sales calls? Am I getting more closing rates? Do I need to rethink the way I engage in my sales? What about my personal relationships? Do my people feel like I know them, like I care about them, like I'm present for them? Let me evaluate and ask, hey kids, hey honey, are you feeling like I'm more present? Where am I doing well? What do you need me to rethink? Hey JV partner, hey business partner, where am I coming through for you? Where am I letting you down? Where has my new engagement helped our company hurt our company? What do you need from me? Because I am committed to transforming myself into the best version of myself. And I've got this step plan and step number four is evaluate. And Susie said, I'm supposed to ask you just like there's Rita made me do it. Susie said, I should ask you, can I tell you how many times my clients have blamed whatever on me? I'm like, take my name in vain, blame it on me. Say Susie made me do it. Susie has said I should ask and then listen, listen. One of my favorite things that Adam Grant says in his book is, I argue like I'm right, but I listen like I'm wrong. Let me say that again. I argue like I'm right, but I listen like I'm wrong. Because I want to be with somebody who's passionate about what they think and thinks they're right. Because let's be honest, if we didn't think we're right, we'd adjust and do it differently. But I want to listen like I might be wrong. Like I need to learn something new. Like I really am serious about this process of transformation. So as you evaluate and listen to feedback, I talk about in my book how I have to sit on my hands because I have my right and left hook of defensiveness ready to go. And I need to sit on my hands and not be defensive and listen to feedback because I'm committed to evaluate and move on to step five. Step five is modify. You've become aware. You've understood the impact. You've engaged the new behaviors. You've evaluated those new behaviors and the impact on the people and the business and the goals that you're passionate about. And now you get to modify. Step five, based on the feedback I've gotten, I'm gonna modify my behavior. And it might might be this time, nope, I don't need to modify. I'm good here, I'm gonna stay the course. Those, those stand-up meetings are working. This butterfly is like, hey, this flapping is working. The cocoon is breaking apart and all this is going really, really well. But other times when we evaluate, we get feedback that makes us need to modify. I learned about saying, if I may, because someone had the courage to say, when you, Susie, when you say you just need to, I feel put down. I feel unheard. I, I know you're right in the steps you want me to take, but I don't want to ever do them because of the way you deliver them. And I said, okay, I can hear that. Let me look at a new way of presenting my case. If I may make this suggestion, if I may... I'm going to advise you go one, two, three, modify your behavior. And this is the beauty of transformation. It is an ongoing leap, ongoing loop. You continue to grow. You aren't stuck where you are because you can grow and transform and leave behind and begin again. Growth and transformation are one of the few things you actually have control over because it's a you focused effort. You can control this impact part. You can control the effort. We don't always control the outcome. We can't always control the impact, but we can always control the effort. We, we have people watching us as they hear us talk about transformation. Are we serious about it? Are we willing to do the ongoing process of work? Sorry, my phone rang. In the space that I'm in, uh, I, when I first wrote my first book about relationships, I did this disclaimer. If you're in relationship with me, I'm sorry up front because I don't always practice what I preach. 
when we are in the work of coaching and growing and, and helping people become the best version of themselves, we have people in our world who will say, you don't do that. Or you're, and I always look at people and go, I'm in process. Please give me grace. I'm in process. And so I want to invite you to do the ongoing work of transformation, to be willing to step into those five steps over and over and over again. Because if you really are committed to becoming the best version of yourselves, and I know you are because you're part of Breakfast with Champions, you're here to learn, you're here to grow, doing this over and over will exceed your expectations. Your life will become more than you can ever ask, think, or dream, I promise. Because here's the real, the real deal. Very few people actually do this work. So with that, um, we got 30 minutes left. I, I'm going to reset one more time in about 10 minutes, but I want to open this up for questions. I want to hear either ways that you've embraced transformation, ways that you've learned to think again, or if there's an area that you are working on. You're like, you know, Suze, I became aware of this, or I'm in the evaluate stage. I would love to hear from you how you are doing this work of embracing the actual process of transformation. So flash your mic, see if you have something to share, and I'll call it. Okay, I see Tanya uh, and then Louie. Oh, uh, Louie, you're in the matrix, so I'm going to come back to you. Tanya, I saw you flash your mic. Hi, Susie. Oh, Hi, love. Hi, dear. I think we have a hot mic. Did it go off? Okay. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to share just a little bit, you know, about my transformation lately. And um, as some of you may know, Susie, you know, I had a kidney out March 22nd. And um, the, the part of letting go there, there was this huge part for me, like I, I let go of a body part, I ended up giving it to somebody. But in the in that process, I, you know, I was sick prior. And so my body, I'd let my body go, you know, I had to let clients go, I had to do some things just because I wasn't well. And I made a a really conscious decision. I love that you use the butterfly. I actually have a little tattoo butterfly to remind me that I'm always transforming. Um, so that analogy um, just really hit home. But one of, one of the things that I did, just as you were saying with your, um, you know, you're walking every day, it's not necessarily that you want to, but you made a commitment to yourself to change, to transform, to keep your lungs open and to say yes to you. And, you know, that has been part of my journey, you know, backing up a little bit on, on work and making sure that I'm okay, you know, with me inside. And so I, I just started Pilates three days a week and I, um, on the days I'm not doing Pilates, I'm making sure I'm walking 10,000 steps and drinking lots of water and starting to make me a, a priority. And a lot of that is saying no to a lot of people and a lot of things. And um, that's been part of my evaluating, like, does this serve me? Do they serve me? You know, should I be letting go of this to, because I've made me a priority again? And um, so I'm just really happy to be here today hearing exactly this because it's kind of what I'm going through right now. And, you know, Susie, as you know, I adore you and love you and, and think the world of you. And so what a better way for us all to be learning you know this with you right now in the breakfast of with champion so thank you so much for having me thank you tanya thank you for sharing that i really appreciate that and your um uh, when the letting go of a literal kidney is a I mean, again that's a great reminder of letting go um we've got to let go to be able to move forward so thank you for that all right louie you came off your mic. Hopefully, you're out of the matrix. I'm what good. Do you want to share? I, I'm good. Susie, I've never met you, uh, but I got to tell you, good gracious, girl, you are like on a track meet of like content. I'm, I'm sitting here. Glenn, Glenn pinged me like literally 30 minutes ago. He's like, hey, jump in here real quick. And, and I haven't been on Clubhouse in a minute. I used to do Breakfast of Champions every Wednesday morning, a little motivation, inspiration. And I got to tell you, I am thoroughly impressed. Um, not only of the, of the business acumen you have, and again, I, I've never met you, so this is not some plug for you. I, I don't even know who you are, but I just want to commend you 
not only of the biblical foundation of, of the understanding of, of, of truth. And what's so interesting is so many people have different philosophies and beliefs. I mean, my wife actually is in, in real deep into human design and I'm real deep in, in, into my faith and in, in, in God and Christianity. And, but they don't necessarily collide because you have to have everybody has to have their own their own track of, of how they see themselves, where they want to become and who they want to be. And uh, so I, I want to start by just telling you that I, I do want to just add to as it relates to transformation, if we dumb it down, if we really take a moment, because there's so many people on here, there, there, there are people on here that have made millions. There are people that have made hundreds of thousands and there are people on here that have made 50,000 and we're all joining and we're all collaborating and we're all trying to grow and get better. But the, the thing that I, I notice about life that is so interesting is imagination, uh, imagination of a child, like the, the, the thought of like really getting excited and, and creating big things, it's so hard to do for, for, the, for the person who's in survival mode. The, the individual that's check to check week to week, month to month, they're in a, they're in a, uh, uh, they're in a trough. They're not, they're not on a peak. They're, they're in a valley right now and their heart and their intentions want to become more, but they're in this moment of like, man, I'm just not there. Maybe they've been there in the past and, and now they, they've come through the, the backside and, and they're experiencing divorce or, or it's something that was catastrophic. I think some of the things of transformation is so important. One of the things that I think about is people invest in things that are important to them. They spend their time, energies, resources, and money into what's important to them. So my, my, my sentiment to everyone that's listening is, where have you been investing your time, right? So Susie's talking about transformation in you, transformation in myself and, and, and all of us that are on the call. How much time are we investing? Are we meditating? I, I will tell you my own transformation um, that I get great pleasure from is really, really digging deep, uh, uh, aside from the biblical side, church on Sunday, devotions in the morning, journaling. Those are all phenomenal things that I, I thank God for. But some of the, but one of the, the moments that I really connect, when I really connect with God, the universe, whatever it is to anyone on this call that's, at, that's sitting at the table right now, when I can get into a meditative state and I can truly focus and I can shut down the chatter in my mind, right? When I think about my mind, Susie, it's crazy. My head, it's like bing, 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 bing all day. It's money, it's this, it's that, it's problems, it's resource, blah, 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 blah. You name it, it's going on. And the reality is the, the programming of a human being is 95% of what we think is negative natured, right? So it's worry, fear, anxiety, depression. Like, so like the, the task is transforming, overcoming through habitual habits of self-conversation, of motivation, inspiration, of knowing who God's created all of us to be, right? I mean, we, we are all created to be something way more than what we're currently doing. We already know that. That's why we get on these calls. That's why we jump on at 5 a.m. with Glenn. That's why we do what we do at work. That's why we pay for programs. That's why we go to seminars. And th these, this, is the, this is the deal. The deal is for self-growth, for transformation. And I, and I just want to share with everybody, look, I want to encourage you. It doesn't matter how tough it is. It doesn't matter how hard it gets. This this too shall pass. There's somebody listening at the table right now. It's going, oh my gosh, my life feels like shit right now. I know it because I've been there. But the good news is, the great news is. I think you're back in the matrix, Louie. Louie, you're back in the matrix. Did I lose you? We've lost him. All right. Oh my gosh! I don't know how much of it I lost. How no, just at the very end that we're honest. Did I and, lose you? You're back. You're honest and truly um, created for more. We got. You. I got you. Can you? You can hear me good though. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. The bottom line is simply this. Look, the bottom. Like, like, if, as soon as you want to go biblically, like it says in Ephesians three twenty, that that you you that that God can do immeasurably more than you could ever think or imagine with the power He put within you. He could do immeasurably more. So, so those that are ambitious that are at the table right now. And you think about your goals, your dreams, the things you want. God can do immeasurably, like like immeasurably more than you could think or imagine with the power that he put inside of you. And that's the, the, the operative phrase is what he put inside of every single one that's at the table. So, look, Susie, awesome job. Glenn, if you're still on, thank you for pinging me in and thank you for letting me share. Thank you. Thank you, Louie, for your kind words. I so appreciate them. Uh, I don't know you, but I followed you and we'll get to know you. Um, I want to share one thing real quick based on what you just said. Uh, actually, two things. First, when I first heard about 
all of the energy and quantum physics and scriptures. I took all of the, all the books and put them side by side on my bed and read all of them. And they all line up, whether we call it energy, the universe, God, I, I am a deep, I have a deep faith. Um, they all line up because God is one and God is the energy of the universe. So um, I think that you and your wife probably are more on the same page than you think. That's the first thing. The second thing is I do think there's that whisper that there is more. And on another week, I'll share, um, you know, this journey of transformation when you mentioned your imagination when it's hard. Um, one of the jokes we have in our family is people are friends with us because we lower their odds. Cancer, lost of a child, hit by a drunk driver, house fire, bankruptcy, we've done it all. And so we say, to, you know, if two out of three people have it happen, we're, we're one of your people. Be friends with us, we'll lower your odds. And I will talk about that another time. But that imagination in that moment, that moment when you're laying in your bed and it's hard. Um, after I got hit by a drunk driver, the first goal for a God involved who saved my life, my doctor's first goal for me for the first six weeks was to be able to stand up straight again. And there were moments I would lay there and the imagination for more, that whisper, there's more to my life, there's more here. I can transform through this to something more. I love that you said that and brought up the imagination. We have to we have to go to that place of imagination as we begin to engage differently. Imagination is what sets us apart as we engage, as we um, learn, as we open our mind to rethinking. So thank you for that, Louie. Um, I'm gonna do a quick reset because we do them every 20 minutes and I'm a good rule follower most days. No, not really. I'm really just trying to get an A in the class. I'm a terrible rule follower. But really quickly, I want to share something with you that I cannot, I cannot let go in another minute. And that is that there is an event coming up. There is an event where um, Glenn Lundy is celebrating his 1,000th, say that with me, 1,000th episode of Rise and Grind. And that's really what got us all here. I have people pinging me, have I been on Rise and Grind? And now I'm in Breakfast the Champion. So fun to find you. He is bringing back his Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. And it's all about how you can make more money and more impact. And while it's not a Breakfast with Champion event, a lot of your faves will be there between Glenn and Tamara, Amelia, Dave Meltzer, and so many more. And we know that you, of course, want to be there too. So you want to go to www.growforgod.com growforgod.com. That is something I want to make sure if you love Breakfast with Champions, if you love um, what you're learning and hearing every day, you want to make sure you go to grow your business for God's sake to be around in live and in person. And I just had the opportunity to be in New York with Glenn, with Tamara, with Amelia, with Dave, with a lot of the people on the stage and had the opportunity to speak there and learn there and listen and just transform into an even better version of myself. So you want to make sure you are doing that. Really quickly, we have about 20 minutes left. Other questions or shares about how you've transformed or where you might be in the process of transformation. Flash your mic and I'll have you come on up and share. Hey, Susie, I'll jump in, TM. Um, TM. I, I, I'll, I'll just share, my friend. Th thank you very much um, for a dynamic session. Congratulations. Uh, totally enjoyed you in New York. And uh, man, you, you just dropped serious gems, just as Louis stated. Um, you, you told us to grow, outgrow, and then let go. Whoa. Right? I mean, and deal with the tough conversations right, that come along with that process, um, th that made me sit back and think, right? Um, but then you talked about situations, regardless of what they are. Uh, we may not be able to control the situations, but we can control the effort, powerful. Um, major takeaways, thank you very much. Uh, you're always bringing tons of value. TM and I'm complete for now, appreciate you. TM, I'm just gonna have you follow me around and synthesize what I say. Thank you so much. <laughs> That was awesome. And thanks for your kind words. Who else wants to share? Susie, I'd love to. This is Yeshim. Yeshim, yes. You can share and then Coach K. Thank you. Um, what I noticed makes the difference in me, in my life, in at times when I really accomplished things that people thought were impossible, including myself. And Failing at things which should have been easy is really, um, if I believe the outcome is, if I believe that I can achieve the outcome or not. So whenever I notice that I get like into this analysis paralysis and I really need to know it's definitely gonna work. Like when I get to that part, then, you know, I realize I sabotage myself. 
but whenever I for some and now I know that like so the answer for me and I I'm guessing for a lot of people is that if you can't if you don't believe something is possible then we can always borrow that belief from other people and it can be like from god or from you know you susie or someone else who's really like i know you can do it you know from our friends and just to say like few things that i was able to accomplish just because i somehow believed in it was like things like you know when i grew up in turkey you know like which really is a third world country and I don't know why, but I had believed that I can come to the U.S. So I succeeded in getting a scholarship and moving to New York to study. That that was, I mean, I don't know. I didn't know anyone who did it before, but and I'm really not sure how and why I had believed it. But because I believed it, I was able to make it happen. And I remember it was my lifelong dream to live in Paris. I have no idea why, but I, it was just this, I don't know, I really, like, really, really, since I was little, wanted to live there. And again, having a Turkish passport, the only way I could do it is if I, you know, got a work permit and I got a job there, so I get the work visa. So I needed to learn French. And for years, I really envied people whose parents were rich and who could stand down to, you know, for language schools, French language schools. Um, so I did not, I thought that's not possible. And I still remember the day when I was studying in New York and I found this amazing place called Barnes and Noble. So this is before Amazon times. And when I noticed this like huge section of French books that were available to everyone without you even paying any money, um, something in my mind shifted. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't need to go to a language school. Like, you know, I don't need to pay for anything. I just need to spend time here and just study. The and I, I love it. God, yeah. And you know, what? Well, I, I love it. Like, I, I, I love that you I'm going to I'm going to just kind of interject here so we can let other people share as well. Yes. Yes. I'm, I love that you believed in yourself. I love that you uh, took the risk and believed in yourself. And I also want to highlight a point that you made um, early on and when you were talking, and that was this, that we can borrow the faith of others. Uh, my mom is one of my biggest um, cheerleaders. And she has said to me uh, as far back as I can remember, mortgage my faith borrow mine. I see more than you. I know more than you. And, and yes, I'm one of the things you said about that that's so important is that we have people in our lives who believe in us and help us believe in ourselves. So I thank you for that. I'm going to move on to Coach K. You're next up. Thank you. Yes. Hey, hey, Susie. So good to see you having a segment in here. Um, I didn't catch the beginning part, but I did. I, I totally love when you as a, a SME in this field, you know, in, especially in professional development, leadership development, as I am, I love that you put it out there and you say that I don't have it all together and right. <laughs> and I love that you say that because I know that even in, even today, like I have family and friends and sometimes they'll say, well, don't you teach that? And it's like, yeah, I teach that. And one of my rules for myself, and I try to explain to others and teach them on this is, I make myself my first client. I am my greatest client. I have to be, uh, I have to partake in the thing that I do teach, but that's a growth process even for me. And I have to work through the same thing that I'm teaching. Uh, you know, we talk about difficult conversations. We talk about active listening, all of those different pieces, personal development. And I still have to partake in those things. And I'm in my journey. All we're saying is get on the get on a journey and continue to make progress within that. Make yourself your number one client development, become a focus. It that doesn't mean we get to judge where people are are with every single part of it. We're all going to be in different places. We also have different personalities. So someone who might be the best active listener across the board all the time, that might be a challenge for an extroverted person who's never learned what that looks like, what active listening looks like for somebody in their personality type or those different things. So I just wanted to th thank you for throwing that out there as someone in the field 
and just encouraging the rest of us who do sometimes like ministers hear it the same way. Well, you're the minister, you're the minister of the church. You shouldn't, how could you fall, you know, toward that sin or how could you curse or how could you have done anything? And we are all human beings and we're all on our own journey. So thanks Susie for that. I love when you say it. Thank you, coach K. And I, I, you know, Anybody who spends any time around me knows that I am the queen of mistakes and bumbles and fumbles. And I learned early on to laugh at myself a bit um, because it, you, you cry your eyes out if you don't. But the people in our world, when I can say, and I don't say it as an excuse, I, I want to be real clear that it's, right, I want exactly. to give them permission to say, you're right, I do blow that. You're right. I mean, I, I, when I was a, I'm a former marriage and family therapist turned coach, when I did a lot of marriage work, um, before I went to crisis management, I um, people thought I was amazing. I'm like, I, I'm amazing for 50 minutes in the office. I mean, my husband has to live with me all day, every day. I'm not this amazing. I don't always listen. I'm not a great mom all the time. I'm not a great business person all the time. Sometimes I make bad decisions in my you know, financial investments. I've had partners that have you know, treated me poorly. And so being able to say to people, me too, uh, you know, and I mean that not in the hashtag way, although that's true of me as well. Uh, I, I think to be able to say, I, I, I make mistakes too. Let's learn together. You know, one of the things I always talk about and tying it back into transformation is this. I always want to have someone a few steps ahead of me on the path so they can turn around and shine their flashlight and say, step here, Susie, over this way, Susie, let me help you grow, Susie. And I always want to be a person who steps and turns back with a flashlight on the path and says, hey, come this way. I know the path because I've been there. I, I can tell you what take step to take next because I've made those mistakes. Let me save you from a few, and then let me let me just cry with you when you make a few that we all have to make to grow. So thank you for that, Coach K. We got about ten minutes left. Anyone else want to share? Molly, I see you. Hey, Susie, how are you? Uh, love, love, love this segment. Um, I'm sorry, I missed the the first little part of it, but I raised home so that I could get to hear as much as possible. And, you know, I absolutely love any kind of butterfly metaphor. Butterflies are very significant to me. So that really got me, um, you know, and uh, I think something that has really helped me and my growth and Susie, I'm going to give you flowers here for this is really being able to sit down and talk to people one-on-one. -on -one. And, you know, you gave me the blessing of, of an hour with you at the end of the Breakfast with Champions consortium where we really got to sit and really, really talk and ask those questions. And I think when you see other people that are doing things that you want to do, that are doing things differently than you do, that if something is aligned in them, something sticks out to you in them, take that time and reach out, ask them questions, ask them their why, why do they do what they do? How do they do it? And even if it's different than you, you're going to learn something and just tuck it away because I learn so much every time I'm able to, and it's it's not hard these days, we're all so, so busy, but to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations with people where you really peel back the onions and, and get to their why and what motivates them and inspires them and how they do what they do, you just learn so, so much. And, and, and I think being present in those conversations is incredibly important and valuable. So I just want to thank you, Susie, um, A, for this segment, but B, for also taking that time to, to sit with me and have that conversation as well. Oh, Molly, thanks. That That's a, such a good reminder. My, I've got tears in my eyes. Thank you. That was such a powerful time of deepening our friendship. And yes, I think um, that face-to-face -face time and, you know, I'm high risk. And so a lot of my stuff has been on Zoom and, and just having that time in New York was just such a precious time to be with people face-to-face. -face. And I think anyone who was there would, would acknowledge, and Brad said this earlier today, there's something about being willing to be with people and learn from them and let them see us in our vulnerability, back to what Coach K said, um, that helps us continue to transform. And I think for me, it's always about that. What am I taking away that I can implement? Because inspiration is it's so important. I think we begin with inspiration. Our imagination takes off and we begin to implement and the world changes. And that's what uh, Glenn Lundy's vision is, to change the world through this Breakfast with Champions Club. So thank you for that. Who else wants to contribute? I see Jackie. Jackie, Jackie, go ahead. We got a lot of women. Come on, guys, step up here. Hi, thank you so much, Susie. I mean, this is my first time ever being um, not being in um, in breakfast with champions, but to be on the platform. I'm just so honored. I was literally just leaving work. I'm a nurse, and I jumped in the car and I just kind of tuned in, jumped in the room, and I heard you. I, I probably got the last step probably that you said, but it was so powerful. 
to where I am right now. It was such a gut check. I literally had to do a mental drop to my knees in the car and, and repent for the things I've done in a sense of I'm just starting a business, but I thought about something that just happened to me last night. I met with my team, and um, I, I remember now just looking back how I wasn't as open and receptive to those guys. They're so amazing. And, you know, when you're a director of nursing, you run everything, and you're the boss, and you this, you that. Sometimes when people come to you, you don't hear them because you're so used to running everything. And I just heard what you said about transformation, and I literally am feeling so terrible about just not really hearing them. You know, they were saying, well, Jackie, you're so busy. Your schedule is so hectic. you got to have someone. And I was like, no, I'm good with my schedule. I'm fine. You know, but thank you for sharing that because – I now need to do some work. I need to grow up a lot more and really begin to take what my staff has said, my, my team. It's not my staff. They're my team. And it's different when I'm the director of nursing and I have a staff. But these guys are my business. They're my team. We work together. Mm. So I just want to say thank you so much. And I, am, I just learned so much in just those very few minutes I heard that. So I'm open. I humble myself right now. And I'm asking God to work on me so that I can be a better version of me and be the best leader of this company that I can. And I really feel like crying, but thank you so much for what you shared. That hit me so hard, and I'm grateful for everything I can learn at this moment. Thank you so much. Jackie, Jackie, you are so welcome. Let me say two things to you. One, thank you for being on the front lines. And tomorrow when you go into work, thank all those nurses for all of us for being on the front lines and, and just for serving the way you do. And the second thing I want to say to you is that is transformation in action. Your first time on stage talking and you're sharing openly about something you've learned, become aware of, become, uh, you know, deepening your understanding in, and now you're going to go engage differently. I mean, you made my day because you're actually doing the very thing that we talked about. And so I just want to invite you tomorrow when you, as you begin to walk in that you, that you just say, Hey, I learned something. And I want to, I want to just take a step back and say thank you for the feedback you guys have given me. And I may not have always heard it, but I'm trying to hear it now. So please feel free to bring it again. And as you do that, you acknowledge that you're making a change and you invite them to not worry about how you're going to take it. But you, but you then treat everybody with the grace that we all deserve as we are all learners, yourself included. So grace upon grace, my friend. So much. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. All right, we got four minutes. We got. I, I see Salona. Go ahead, sweetie. Hello, hi, Susie. This was totally awesome. I did hi, walk beautiful. in. Hello, beautiful. I was. Um, I, I I popped in here when you were talking about the butterfly and just being in Breakfast with Champions. I restarted my life. I pushed the. Uh, Monica says I blew up my life, so I did, and I. And I closed my business and I started over. And for a little while, I didn't know if I would make it out. I didn't know if I could keep going. And then I was introduced um, to Club 111 and then the Breakfast with Champions. And then I got to know Glenn Lundy. And then I'm like, this is exceedingly abundantly above all I could ask or think. Just listening to everybody and their personal experience, their human experience and the heart issues and the heart, you know, things that we grow through in life. And it's just beautiful when we keep going. And since coming back from New York, my life is just opening up in such a way, like I'm astonished at God. And we just have to keep going by faith. And we have to know that we are victorious. And it's just a matter of keeping our eye on him and keeping our eye on what's in us and what we're called to and leaving what's not and and pressing towards the mark and not giving up. So I just love you. I love this room. I love you guys. I thank God for you. I know that that I can run this race. I know I'm running by grace, by the Lord's will, but he sent me to you guys and, and I'm grateful to be here. So many blessings to you all exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask or think is my prayer for you. Thank you. So fun to meet you in person. And yes, one step at a time, he is transforming us when we allow and lean in. Thank you. All right. We got two minutes left. Does anybody want to say anything before I turn it over to the next host? Say it real quick. Let me see if there's any flashes. Okay. Well, with that, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say one more time. If you all I would like to say here, something, Susie. Who is that? Annabella. 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 Hey. Go ahead. You got one minute because I got to 
Okay, I just want to say I'm I'm back to Clubhouse. That's all I want to say. So thank you everybody for being awesome, and it's an honor to be back to Clubhouse. So thank you so much. We miss you. I was suspended. Yes, we love you. Welcome back. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Annabella. Welcome back. Y'all flash your mic for her, and here's what we're gonna do. I'm just gonna remind you one more time that Breakfast with Champions has become um, an all-day programming. We're now going 15 hours, 5 a.m. to 8 p.m., five days a week, uh, Saturdays, 6, 6 a.m. to noon, and Sundays, the precious uh, 111 at 110 um, Eastern Time. If you want to not miss a single moment, hit that little greenhouse at the top of the, the stage there. It's a little Monopoly house. Become a member of the club. You will get notified. Follow the speakers and mods on stage so that you can get pinged in when we speak. There is a whole incredible lineup of, of speakers and inspiration. Every day has a theme. Glenn has brought to himself quite a team of moderators, attracted, like-minded, like-hearted people. I'm honored to be one of them. There are many of them on stage tonight. I want to say thank you really quickly um, to my friends who um who made the time to come you know who you are thank you for coming i'm just gonna say thank you really quickly um just i, I hate when you call out people and you forget people so know that there's tears in my eyes that you showed up for me tonight i will show up for you whenever i can thank you to my new friends on breakfast with champions thank you for inviting me to be part of the family with that my segment ends Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.